0: Enroll online today with just a few clicks. Just go to sheridan.edu slash community. Need assistance? Call one of the friendly advisors today at 307-675-0115. Sheridan College, begin your journey. We all have different ideas about success.
1: If you've recently changed jobs or are considering retirement, you're probably considering your own version of success. Maybe it's time to start thinking about your investment portfolios and retirement accounts. For over 130 years, Stiefel Financial Advisors have helped clients create personalized retirement plans with their personal wealth. Invest in your success. Call Jeff, Doug, or PJ at Stiefel 672-3434. Stiefel Nicholas & Company, Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE.
2: Canned Ice Ice Baby here with Sheridan Honda and Power First Northern Bank Pro Football Pick'em. Here's what happened in a Kroe studio this
3: week. Okay, Vikings, they're kind of on fire. Playing Atlanta, Trev. No cover
0: back this week, yep. so they're going. I'm going with ATL. ATL, James. It's all over. The sky is falling in yep. Minnesota. Um, you think? Wow. Oh. Yeah, they lost, they lost Kirk Cousins. This, okay. The year is over. They just got Dobbs, though. No, oh, no, Dobbs I was, is a stud. Yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> that, that's not <laughs> an upgrade. Dobbs, a future Hall of Famer. Right. <laughs> they might win the Super Bowl with Dobbs. <laughs> okay. Yeah. There's a. am going Atlanta, I think. All right.
4: This week, I'll go Atlanta.
3: It's going go Atlanta. Come on, you got to take Dobbs, don't you? <laughs> but this is his first week. Oh, he okay. doesn't know okay. the plays okay. yet, dude. That's okay. true, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't even know where the bathroom going to be running for his life. <laughs> the rookie,
5: Andrew Boynt here with First Northern Bank. Play along with us every week for a chance to win a prize. This week, it's a $100 gift card to the Warehouse Gastropub. Just go to the contest page on sharedmedia.com and click on the Pro Football Pick'em
1: banner. Hi, this is Brad with Prime Rape Motors, where we are interested in paying cash for your vehicle, camper, or trailers. With the overwhelming demand right now, Prime Rape Motors wants to not only work with you to get you a fair price for your vehicle, we want to restock our lot with some local owned units. Payments too high, we also do down trades. Stop out to Prime Rape Motors and let us evaluate your vehicle. Discuss what works for you and then make the deal happen. Prime Rate Motors and Super Trailer Store. See us online at
6: primeratemotors.com. Come to U-Cross for unparalleled bird hunting at Clear Creek Hunting. Guided and unguided pheasant hunts are available and open from now through March. Enjoy groomed hunt fields with perfect cover and plenty of birds to ensure you and your group a successful hunt. Now's the time. Call Clear Creek Hunting today, 737-2237, to get your reservations in early while the birds last. Because when they're gone, they're gone. The best place to hunt. Clear Creek Hunting in U-Cross.
5: The executive director of the Hub on Smith. Good morning, and welcome back to the show.
4: Good morning.
5: Now, uh, when did the Hub really begin their service to the community? Because this is something you know. Ever since I got here, you guys have been the Hub on Smith, but right. a lot of people mm-hmm. still refer to the yep. Hub as the Senior Center. Yeah. And I never got to see it as the Senior yeah. Center. So, but we all still count that as one organization, correct?
4: correct and we are still a senior center that's that's our the definition of kind of what we are as far as um, services go um, but um, in 20 I think it was 2017 2018 we rebranded to the hub and Smith um, and and things really began back in 1972 um, there was a, a group of community members community volunteers um, that came together and identified a need, and you know that that's how things get started here in Sheridan with so many organizations. Um, what I, I've been told is that um, there were a group of people that um, worked for the Red Cross and other organizations that were seeing um, a lot of older people that were living um, in poverty, um, just on their social security checks, and um, um, many. Um, There were widows, and they they needed some assistance. So a group of community people got together and um, started meeting once a month, and they were called the Senior Citizens Coordinating Council. And then um, they incorporated in 1973 and formed a nonprofit organization called the Senior Citizens Council, and that's the beginning of the official organization. Um, We were incorporated in on December 17th, uh, 1973.
5: Now, when it comes to services that they wanted to offer, this, like you said, a lot of seniors living in poverty, mm-hmm. barely getting by on that Social Security check. Were these like m- mainly health services to begin with?
4: Um, mostly, um, I wouldn't say they were health services, but support services, social support services. So, the very first service, and I was surprised about that, but the very first service that um, came to be was transportation. Oh, really? So, yeah.
5: So, like, we've still got the, the van service right. running?
4: It was called um, the Sheridan Minibus.
5: The Sheridan Minibus. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah,
4: and they had a wonderful logo that was designed by the staff at the the Senior Center, and um, and it was really focused on serving um seniors that was the, the the focus that was identified as the thing that um would make the biggest impact um back then
5: that's amazing because mm-hmm. like goose creek transit does such a fantastic job right of sticking with that mission you know right. it's really there to help seniors get to those appointments right maybe get to the store right. so really staying true to the original services offered right. by the hub on smith
4: right and it 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 and we could talk about Goose Creek Transit, but that, that kind of evolved when we were able to get some funding from the Wyoming Department of Transportation for that transportation service. And once we um, accepted that funding, which was great, we had to offer it as a public transit service. So it, 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 it grew from just focusing on seniors to really serving everybody
5: so look at it now. Yeah. You've got beautiful bus stops yep. all over the city. And every time I ever go out anywhere, those bus stops mm-hmm. have always got somebody right. sitting and waiting yep. uh, to head somewhere. So, yep. I mean, it is really utilized.
4: Right? Yeah. So over the years, um, you know, the services, um, have grown and evolved based on, you know, what's happening, um, in our community, what the needs are. The second service that, um, popped up that, um, makes a lot of sense is our, our meals program. So, um, that started in 1975 and, um, a lot of people know Mary craft. Um, she was our first, um, director of that program. And we were serving meals out of the salvation army, um, building, um, and, um, again, a lot of community partnerships and then home delivered meals. And that was a partnership involving the YMCA and the hospital. Oh, wow. So, um, things just have evolved over the 50 years um, based on um, the need, um, opportunities for funding and sustainability and our wonderful community partnerships.
5: One thing that I love about uh, not just the Hub on Smith, but I've seen it from other senior centers as well, and that's allowing our seniors to remain independent, living yep. in their homes, giving them those services that they would need uh, and get from an, uh, like a, a living
4: right. facility. Yeah. Uh,
5: but now they can stay in their homes, yeah. which is, a, uh, and maybe some people might not see it this way. Right. But once you really look at the numbers, um, it saves the taxpayer
4: money. Oh, yeah.
5: In the end. to They, they remain independent. Right. They feel better about uh, their living conditions and they're saving money overall right? Uh, just by getting those services in home.
4: Right. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, you think about, you know, just your lives, people's lives. And as they get older, um, you know, they have, um, they go through different phases and, and when you get older and you might not work anymore, you still need a, a place to, to belong and go and a sense of community and, um, people, how they how they how they connect with the, the hub is different for each person. Some people yeah. come in and are volunteers for years. Some people um, are are um, come down for lunch. You know, other people don't connect until they they need help. So it it you know each person's um, experience with us is is unique.
5: How long have you been down there?
4: I've been there. For 23 years. No.
5: Yeah. Wow.
4: I was just a baby when I started. Yeah.
5: <laughs> it, 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 how, what position did you start in?
4: I was, um, started as the executive director. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I took over, um, the, the position from a wonderful woman named Kai Dixon who had been there 25 years. Um, she, she did her 25 years and, and I've been there a long time. It's, it's just, um. It's been a great, great job, and it's it's just a lot of fun.
5: We're not going to lose you after twenty five, right? You're going to well, stick around a little bit longer.
4: Well, we'll see. <laughs> There's a <laughs> that lot that to do out there. Decision has yet to yeah. be made. Yeah. Yes.
5: Well, I think that's really. What were you doing before you you got together with the hub?
4: So I worked for um, a couple other nonprofits in town. I grew up in Mad Mani- or I grew up in M- Wisconsin and went to school at the University of Wisconsin Madison and got my master's degree in social work. And oh, wow. I specialized in ger- gerontology. I, it was, it was like, I remember being in college and them s- people saying, you know, there's going to be a lot of older people, the job market will be good. So, did, did um, you
5: know it was going to be this good?
4: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, you know, I just, I just remember also my, um, love for my grandparents and, um, just working with older people, just, um, just was something that, Made me happy.
5: Now, I know, you know, coming in to uh, a position and kind of replacing old administration
4: mm-hmm. uh,
5: there, even if they run it great. Yeah. Which sounds like she did. Yeah. But wh- wh- was there ever something like when you got there, you decided I'm going to make sure that this is implemented right. when, when you took that position? Was there anything that you really drove towards?
4: Well, you know, in part of the interview process, um, way back when was, um, they wanted the, the board, um, when they were interviewing me would mentioned the, the need to prepare for the baby boomers. Yeah. So, um, it was really focused on, okay, we've done really great, but, but the baby boomers are a different generation and they're going to, um, they're going to need and prefer and desire different things in their services and, and how, how we work with them. So that was really my, my, my mission, my charge um, right when I got there. And not long after um, I, we got there, we had a a cap. We, we, we expanded the building and remodeled, you know, that was also um, part of the board's vision back then. And so we, I just, we just rolled up our sleeves and, got to work
5: and there's been a lot of changes yeah. at the hub since that time not yeah. just a rebranding but a massive extension of services that yeah. are being offered yeah uh, what was that like trying to organize that and how do you choose uh sitting down you're saying okay what does my community need what does my senior community need and and is there a board that you sit with and you decide these things
4: yeah um, the 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 hub is um we're a nonprofit organization, and um, and we have a board, and it, we meet. The board meets once a month, so it's a nine member board, and we do. Um, we we also started strategic planning right from the beginning. We looked at our mission, our vision, and our strategic initiatives, um, and that was part of the early work too. And it's something that we we do every three to five years, um, so. Um, you know, and, and, and we're a community-based organization, so we, we did some work on assessing needs. Um, we had some surveys and met with groups and that kind of thing, and um, also just talked to the people that were coming in every day and yeah. to determine what their needs were. And the numbers, the numbers of people that we were seeing were growing, and um, we could see that there was an increased need, so we needed to, you know, expand and develop.
5: Absolutely. We're going to talk a little bit more about that when we come back. We'll have more with the executive director of the Hub on Smith. Right after this, you're listening to Public Pulse on 930K, are we? And 103.9 FM. Shared.
3: First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize another winner of $1,000 in cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media as part of their community commitment uprising. We'll be receiving these funds per random drawing.
1: Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present... Community Commitment. Member FDIC.
7: Moss Holders Design Center is filled with accent chairs, club chairs, and over 80 in-stock recliners and lift chairs. So right now, every individual recliner, all lift chairs, and all chair and ottoman sets are on sale. Get rid of that old, broken-down recliner, or freshen up the look of your living room with a brand new accent chair. Moss Holders carries many high-quality, American-made chairs and recliners that will give you years of improved comfort. Come test out our huge in-stock selection of chairs and recliners and receive savings all week long. That's Moss Holders Chair and Recliner Sale, going on Moss Holders. Furniture is our passion.
6: What would Christmas be without tradition? Without the comfort of home, the joy of family, and smiles of children. Open your heart this year during the 26th Annual Christmas Wish Campaign. Due to temporary circumstances beyond their control, some families, friends, and neighbors will struggle to make ends meet, let alone have a Merry Christmas. It's tradition for the Christmas Wish Campaign to bring the spirit of the holidays to those individuals. In the past, we've assisted several people with everything from bills and food to clothing, Christmas trees, and toys for children. Please
2: send your Christmas Wish nominations and donations to P.O. Box 5086 Sheridan Or submit them online at SheridanMedia.com as soon as possible. All wishes must be submitted in writing and must include your name and phone number. There are follow-up questions our committee will
6: need to have answered to properly assess each wish. Wishes must be received by Friday, November 24th. Partners for this year's Christmas wish campaign are Atlas Chiropractic, First Federal Bank and Trust, Heartland Kubota, Advanced Auto Body, Wyoming Corporate Office, and Odell Construction.
7: Hi everybody, Trevor Jackson back with you as we get ready for state championship football weekend and we've got all the action for you live. On Friday, the Bighorn Rams defend their 2A state title against the Torrington Trailblazers. We'll get our broadcast started Friday with the first Federal Bank and Trust pregame show at 1130. They'll kick the game off at War Memorial Stadium at noon and you can hear it live on KWYO 1410 AM at 106.9 FM. Do you need health insurance? Sheridan Memorial Hospital's financial advocate team can help you enroll in plans through the health insurance marketplace that are affordable and meet your coverage needs. Whether you need
2: help enrolling, understanding your coverage, applying for medication assistance programs, Medicare, or Medicaid, Sheridan Memorial Hospital financial advocates are available to help free of charge.
7: Open enrollment begins November 1st and continues through January 15th. Schedule an appointment today by calling 307-675-4620.
3: First Federal Bank & Trust would like to recognize another winner of $1,000 in cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan to Media as part of their community commitment Uprising. We'll be receiving these funds per random drawing.
1: Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment. Member FDIC.
5: Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse. I'm Floyd Whiting. This morning, I'm speaking... With executive director of the Hub on Smith, Carmen Rida, the Hub turns fifty this year. Ma'am, what kind of celebrations are we going to be looking at? Well oh, we go.
4: We decided to celebrate all year, all year long. So there's not one big gigantic party, but we are we are taking advantage of all the things we do every day, every every week, um, and, um, just celebrating our, our 50th. So we, we do have an initiative called 50 for 50. And, um, one of our, um, goals this year is to, to do better at telling our story, tell, telling, um, what our purpose is and our value and what we're doing and those kinds of things. So we're going to, um, we're going to identify, um, Fifty things all year round that um, that celebrate the hub and what we do. So that's going to be um, kind of how we uh, frame our our anniversary. But we're going to have we're going to have events and parties all year long.
5: That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be one big celebration at the yep. hub every time you go in. Yep. Now you guys are also in the process of implementing a new five year strategic plan. Something that we touched on in the first half. How long? do those take to develop for the hub? Cause that is such a big organization that does so much in the community. It seems like you got a lot of ground to cover there.
4: Yeah. So we, um, we were really fortunate. We work with peak consulting here in town and um, they, um, we started in January um, of this year and um, um, we started with gathering information and input from our staff. And we, we have ninety five or so staff members, so that's, that's a lot of wow, people.
5: that is a lot of people. So
4: that, that takes some time, and we really wanted to get their input and what they saw as, as things that were doing really well and things that we could do better. And um, we, we gathered information from them, and then we, um, then we gathered information from um, the community. So we um, met with community partners um, and had, I think there were about eight or nine listening sessions um, small small groups and we asked them questions about how we're doing and what they'd like to see um, us do do more of in the future and then um, and then the board um, took that information and the board also provided input then they took all of that input and they um, identified um, four priorities um, based on that they you know they could tell that there were certain themes and and um, um, and trends that they were seeing in the information. And and that's how they put it together. And it, it was um, approved in, I think it was August. So we started in January and finished up in August.
5: What are the four things that they're really going to prioritize in this new strategic plan?
4: Right, one is um, financial stewardship. So that is something that we're working on all the time. Um, our um, funding um, is, is d- dependent on a lot of, external factors so it's federal state um state funding we have um, federal and state contracts we get support from the city of sheridan and the county in the GPET and one cent funding and then um and that 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 comes to about 60 percent of our our budget and then um, um the people that use the service contribute with sliding fees or suggested contributions and then about 19% of our budget is private foundations and donors. And that's almost a million dollars that wow. we get. So our sustainability is dependent on, you know, things that, you know, we can't always control. So that is a really important thing, you know, as far as doing a really good job and staying on top of things. So financial stewardship, um, organizational culture, that that is recognizing that our workforce, our employees. And our volunteers having a good place for them to come and be and work um, is really important and the board thought that was a priority Um, the other um, the third uh, strategic initiative is um, continually identifying our community needs and making sure that what we're doing is consistent with our mission and that um, what we were doing was making an impact so um That's the third. And then the fourth is what I mentioned just earlier about communicating our value, telling our story, making sure people are aware of what we do and help people get connected to what we do.
5: Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I think that is so great having a strategic plan and having values that are followed. Um, I was listening to an executive speak not very long ago and he had a bunch of people walking out on him. Couldn't figure out why. So he offered somebody twice the salary and they said, I'm, I've already taken another job somewhere else and I'm taking a pay cut. So Mm -hmm. it wasn't a money issue. Right. He had no values set. Mm -hmm. He had no mission statement. The employees didn't know which way the company was going. These things are so vital and important to have, not just for the services that you provide, but for the people who are with you to help provide those services. So everyone is on board heading in the same direction. Carmen, I'm running out of time with yep. you, but if there's one thing that you want people to know about the Hub on Smith right now, what would that be?
4: Um, that, um, although, like, when people walk in the front door, it's it's um, uh, warm and friendly and fun, and there's a lot of things going on. There's a lot of things that we're doing that people don't see, and that's the um, home-delivered meals, that's the help-at-home services, um, um, our work, um, connecting family caregivers and providing support to them too. So, um, it, although it might seem like it's a party every day down there, there are, there's, um, other, there's other work that's being done that people don't often see. And that's really important. And I, I, just want to shout out to our wonderful staff and the board and the volunteers that all are doing that great community service.
5: The walls are pretty, but there's a lot of gears going on behind that, isn't there? Right. Carmen, thank you so much for coming in today. It's always a pleasure speaking with you, my friend. Thank you. (laughs) All right. When we come back, we're going to speak with the Sheridan County Chamber of Commerce. You're listening to Public Pulse on 930KROE at 103.9 FM. Sheridan.
3: bank and trust would like to recognize another winner of one thousand dollars in cash and a one thousand dollar marketing donation match from share to media as part of their community commitment uprising we'll be receiving these funds her random drawing.
1: Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment. Member FDIC.
8: Wrap Plumbing and Heating can handle any job you have, big or small. From new construction to a pesky leaking toilet, the professionals at Wrap Plumbing and Heating are here to assist you. Drippy faucet? Sure. New shower hardware? No problem. Plumbing an entire new house? For sure. Clogs that need snaked? Oh yeah. Rap Plumbing and Heating has not met a job they can't handle. Too big a crap? Call Dan Rapp at 429-1196. <laughs>
6: Come to Ucross for unparalleled bird hunting and Clear Creek hunting. Guided and unguided pheasant hunts are available and open from now through March. Enjoy groomed hunt fields with perfect cover and plenty of birds to ensure you and your group a successful hunt. Now's the time. Call Clear Creek hunting today, 737-2237 to get your reservations in early while the birds last. Because when they're gone, they're gone. The best place to hunt. Clear Creek hunting in Ucross.
0: If you're a Sheridan City resident, now's the time to sign up to receive critical emergency alerts from the city on your cell phone. Get information on severe weather, snow removal parking requirements, service outages, and more. The city's goal is for every city resident to sign up and receive these time-sensitive notifications, and now's the best time to do it. For more information and to sign up, scan the QR code in this week's Country Bounty, or click the link on SheridanMedia.com. Moss Holders Design
7: Center is filled with accent chairs, club chairs, and over 80 in-stock recliners and lift chairs. So right now, every individual recliner, all lift chairs, and all chair and ottoman sets are on sale. Get rid of that old broken-down recliner or freshen up the look of your living room with a brand-new accent chair. Moss Holders carries many high-quality, American-made chairs and recliners that will give you years of improved comfort. Come test out our huge in-stock selection of chairs and recliners and receive savings all week long. That's Moss Holders' chair and recliner sale going on now. Moss Holders, furniture is our passion.
6: What would Christmas be without tradition, without the comfort of home, the joy of family, and smiles of children? Open your heart this year during the 26th Annual Christmas Wish Campaign. Due to temporary circumstances beyond their control, some families, friends, and neighbors will struggle to make ends meet, let alone have a Merry Christmas. It's tradition for the Christmas Wish Campaign to bring the spirit of the holidays to those individuals. In the past, we've assisted several people with everything from bills and food to clothing, Christmas trees, and choice for children.
2: Please send your Christmas wish nominations and donations to P.O. Box 5086 Sheridan or submit them online at SheridanMedia.com as soon as possible. All wishes must be submitted in writing and must include your name and phone number. There are follow-up questions our
6: committee will need to have answered to properly assess each wish. Wishes must be received by Friday, November 24th. Partners for this year's Christmas wish campaign are Atlas Chiropractic, First Federal Bank and Trust, Heartland Kubota, Advanced Auto Body, Wyoming Corporate Office, and Odell construction
8: wrap plumbing and heating can handle any job you have big or small from new construction to a pesky leaking toilet the professionals at wrap plumbing and heating are here to assist you drippy faucet sure new shower hardware no problem plumbing an entire new house for sure clogs that need snaked oh yeah wrap plumbing and heating has not met a job they can't handle too big a crap call dan wrap at 429-1196
0: If you're a Sheridan City resident, now's the time to sign up to receive critical emergency alerts from the city on your cell phone. Get information on severe weather, snow removal parking requirements, service outages, and more. The city's goal is for every city resident to sign up and receive these time-sensitive notifications, and now's the best time to do it. For more information and to sign up, scan the QR code in this week's Country Bounty, or click the link on SheridanMedia.com.
5: Ever. Good. Proudly brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. For the second part of our show this morning, I am joined by the Chief Executive Officer of the Sheridan County Chamber of Commerce, Dixie Johnson. Good
2: morning, Dixie. Good morning, Floyd. How are you? I'm
5: doing great. My weekend was one of those where you don't have to do much besides oh, sit and look out the window.
2: That's nice. That's nice.
5: I got a French bulldog who's not uh, not coming when his name is called, so I need to I need to figure <laughs> that out, but as far as problems go, it's not a bad one to have. Yeah. <laughs> How was your weekend?
2: I've heard of other people who own Bulldogs that have that same problem with them.
5: stubborn bullies. They are. (laughs) They are. He wants to be outside.
2: No, my weekend was great. Thanks for asking.
5: Good, good. Now, uh, looking at the Chamber Lunch Program for this month, this is happening in just two days.
2: Right. What do we got? So this will be our final lunch program of the year. So we host uh, chamber lunch programs. They're kind of lunch and learns. Uh, We typically have kind of speakers and programs, and we're really excited for this uh, month's program and speaker um but this will be our final one this year we host them um, uh basically january through june and then um august through november and then we do take the month of december off um that everybody's you know <laughs>
0: busy that time breath, of right? year anyway
2: <laughs> uh, so it will be wednesday at eleven thirty at the historic sheridan inn and we will have we will hear from matt malinkovich And he is with Timberline Training. Matt is one of our um, repeat trainers at our Ignite conference every year. But also, we have a long history with Matt um, here in the community. Um, He just does a great job. He's a previous business owner. He's had, um, he worked for Manufacturing Works for several years. Um, And he's not owned just like one type of business. He's owned different types of business. And he is really um fun to listen to. He's very knowledgeable. And so he's going to be talking about something that is near and dear to every business's heart right now and it's retaining quality your your workforce, right? So he's going to the program's titled Don't Harvest Alone: How to Keep Employees Motivated, Productive, and Loyal. And so he's going to share some tips um hopefully some things that people can, you know, put back into to practice in their own businesses. Because um, now more than ever, it's really important that we uh, make sure that we are trying to retain our, our high quality employees. There's a lot of jobs or a lot of a lot more jobs available than there are workers. So um, it's important for, for everybody.
5: I was just ca- speaking with uh, Carmen right out about that. You know, they just came out with their their new strategic plan. Right. And I was talking about an executive who I was watching just the other day losing a lot of people.
2: Mm-hmm. And
5: so he offered him more money. Well, it wasn't the money. Right. They were taking pay cuts to go to other works, uh, to other jobs. And, and it just really surprised him. He found out it's that he didn't implement the values. Right. And he didn't share the strategic plan right. of the company with the employees. So they had no idea what direction they were going to go. Mm-hmm. They wanted to be part of the team, not just a worker, part of the team, part of the vision.
2: Right. And, you know, everybody's motivated differently, right? Sometimes people do think it's just the paycheck. And I right. think that that is. That's um, fair. You yeah, go in,
5: do your job. It
2: absolutely is a motivator. And especially when people are trying to make ends meet, you know, and trying to pay their rent, trying to pay their mortgage, um, and that kind of thing. But typically it's about the culture and oftentimes it's about the passion. But one thing that I think is really um, interesting is you need to take the time, spend the time trying to get to know your employees and find out what motivates them because everybody is a little bit different. Right. Yeah. Um, so we just went through um, at the chamber, we went through a kind of a team building uh, session uh, we worked with peak consulting and we, uh, we did that around the six types of working genius. It's a, it's a book by Patrick Lencioni. Um, and it was really in, interesting and insightful. And we've done that of course in the past, but it's really nice to be able to get to know Kind of where people's strengths are, mm-hmm. and it just it, it helps all of us as a team um, continue to be able to do quality work. But I think when you when you stop and take some time and spend that time on um, your employees, your staff, your colleagues, I think that that it just kind of creates that relationship because we are kind of we spend so much time together, we right? Do. We do. We spend more time together with our work families um, in many cases than we do. Um, you know, our our families, you know, and you think about the, the bulk of the time. So it's important to have those strong relationships and think about culture, but I'm excited to hear from Matt. I know he's going to bring some perspectives and some things that people can take back and put into place in their own businesses.
5: You know, being able to work with someone who, who, who can basically use and grow my strengths, but Mm -hmm. then at the same time, help me overcome any weaknesses that I have. That's a leader. Yeah. You know, uh, not just an employer. I'm going to help you improve as we go along as well. Mm -hmm. And it just makes the team so much better. So this happening uh, at the Chamber Lunch Program, head on down there, folks. You're going to get some great tips on how to keep that workforce that you've got, how to strengthen them as well. Right. Let's touch on business after hours. Okay, could I back
2: up just one minute? I just want to let everybody know that we do have limited seating. Um, at the the Historic Sheridan Inn, and we are filling up. So if, if you're interested in coming, you don't have to be a Chamber member, give us a call uh, at the office, 672-2485, or you can register online. Um, but we will, once we are filled... Um, We're full. We'll start a waiting list, so you may or may not. If you don't hurry up, you may or may not be able to attend. So
5: usually, you got a deadline on that. What's uh, the deadline? Well, our deadline is
2: um, our deadline for the caterer is four p.m. today. But we do know we are um, we're getting close to max capacity, so um, don't delay. (laughs) Get get online and or give us a call and get registered. Um, And then we will be having a the meal will be catered by Qdoba.
5: Oh, fantastic! So yeah, yeah, love that place.
2: Yeah. And uh, then you were asking about Business After Hours.
5: Yes, on to Business After Hours.
2: Business After Hours will be next week. So, the third Wednesday of the month, that'll be on November 15th from 5 to 7 p.m. And Danny and her crew at the Museum at the Bighorns invite you uh, to stop by 5 to 7 p.m., November 15th. They're going to have some great food, beverages, door prizes, and hear a little bit about what's going on at the Museum at the Bighorns.
5: And what a great setting! Uh, You know, uh, have conversation, get up there. I love wandering around through museums, but this is going to be, you know, lighthearted. Being able to walk around, maybe eat some finger food, have a nice drink, and then look at some of the history and have conversations about the history of the area with business owners. It's
2: amazing what you can learn about the area in which we live if you just, you know, stop for a few minutes or to pause and and really take some time to soak it in. So Oh yeah.
5: I had an opportunity to help clean the Oregon Trail Interpretive Center for um, about a year. And wow. it was absolutely fantastic. You know, I was I was still pretty young in my teens and and being in this massive museum when it was closed. You know, I got to know every inch of that oh, place. I, bet. I just loved it. I loved it. All right. The big big news, not that the other stuff isn't. <laughs> But we've got big, big news. The annual Christmas, Joel. Tell me about this
2: Oh, year. it's coming up. And you know what's interesting? You and I were just talking right before, he, uh, and I realized that it's just in a little over two weeks away. Yeah, wow. How is that possible? <laughs> I don't
5: know. I feel like it was just hot when you, whenever you walked outside less than a week, week I and a half ago. I
2: know, I know. And we're waiting patiently for the streets to be buttoned up for this year on Main Street excited to be able to i know our businesses are excited uh to invite people in and we encourage people to get out and of course support local businesses but especially on christmas stroll which will be our 28th annual event the theme this year is candy cane christmas stroll and i'm wearing my button
5: it's beautiful i have a
2: non-numbered button because we have a a certain number that are um, produced and uh but our team at the chamber, we always have one extras produced without numbers, so we can't win any of the prizes. But
5: I think um, it looks great. That's a beautiful button. It is a great button. design.
2: We had over, I think over 75 oh, wow. different designs submitted. And um a young talented artist by the name of Jordan Romero uh was the was the winning artist of this button design. And we had a uh we had a fun uh opportunity with the mayor. A couple weeks ago to present to her uh, her her frame stroll uh, design, which you can actually um, you can find you can see that, but that you can get your buttons as well. They're only five dollars each and she got one hundred dollars in chamber box and um, and she was really excited to go spend that and she got button number one as well.
5: When will we start to see those windows get decorated?
2: Hopefully, very soon. And I meant to say that you can see your button design framed at the mainframe. Oh, so is So just oh, if fantastic. you want to stop down yeah. and see that, that it's it's there uh, through Christmas stroll. But um, hopefully, we'll start seeing the windows getting decorated. There will be a People's Choice windowed um, lighting and decorating contest. But I would anticipate, especially if you just heard that stroll is two and a half weeks away, that you're going to get have to get on it.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> you know, it just feels like. Um, it's hard to believe it's even November, and now it's two and a half weeks away to stroll. <laughs> you
5: know, it's funny, Dixie. Every year I promise myself, I'm not going to be that dad that waits to the last minute. Mm-hmm. And I am watching this clock just tick by so fast yeah. this year. It just feels like the older I get, the faster the year goes by. It goes you know? by so fast. Uh, so I need to get on it myself. Yeah. I need to get some shopping done.
2: <laughs> but we have, you know what? We have so many participating businesses this year. I think we're at about 108 um, I think last year we ended up just like 101, so we have more participating businesses this year. Christmas Stroll will take place all day. You can start checking those button numbers, see if they are those numbers match any of those participating businesses um, in any of those participating businesses starting at 8 a.m. Um, if the business is open, of course, on Stroll Day, but then we'll have the streets uh, closed, and we'll have carolers, and we'll have roasting marshmallows, and we'll have... Uh, the mini, you know, train rides and, and wagon rides and um, it'll be a, hopefully just a wonderful, hopefully wonderful weather and a great time to get out and support our local businesses because really that's what it's all about.
5: And, you know, this is one of those situations where people in big cities turn on their televisions and they watch this happen on the Hallmark Channel.
2: Yeah, uh-huh, right.
5: it's not a reality. Yeah, for them. this is a real thing. It Having is that Christmas community. Having that communal feeling mm-hmm. when everyone's gathered around together. And
2: and we'll have uh, Santa and Mrs. Claus that'll be um, at the Y.O. Theater. So there's uh, some specific hours. We'll get more information out. You can always find the information on our website, which is SheridanWyomingChamber.org. But I'm hoping to be back here on Public Pulse uh, the week of stroll if we can make that work. We're hoping to get um, you in. Yeah, or call in on open line, whatever we need to do to make sure we get that info out. But if you do want any information, you're always welcome to stop into our office at 54 South Main or give us a call. Uh, but we are also going to um, cap the night with fireworks uh, by Bruce Burns, which yeah, thank you, Bruce, again. That's been Yep, that's one of been one of the traditions. So there'll be fireworks again, and we're looking forward to a great event.
5: Now, I know I'm putting you on the spot, and we've only got about 10 minutes left. Okay. We've got a lot of stuff to cover. But okay. one thing that I did want to ask, with the uh, addition of other businesses in the stroll, uh, is this mainly because other businesses are seeing the, the large advantage of this, or do you feel that we have more businesses in Sheridan this year than in years prior?
2: Oh, well, we have some different businesses than we've had in years prior. Um, I think it's just that people want to be part of it. And and we have several businesses that are located in or around or on our main street or around our downtown right in that area. But we also have businesses that aren't located on main street that that realize that this is – This is bigger than just one day, one event in one specific small location. This is about really celebrating our holidays, of course, right? And the season, but also really about um, encouraging people to to support our local businesses. And that's pretty much throughout Sheridan County. So you don't have to be located on Main Street to participate. So um, I would have to go through and look at it and compare the list to last year's list. But we have a lot um, that are on the outskirts, uh, some that are even you know, maybe not even located in Sheridan. I'm looking to see if I have, um, let me see if I have any in like Dayton, Ranchester. Uh, we may, um, let me see, look and see if I do. I might. And yep, I did this I, joyful home. I knew that they were, fantastic. I was like, okay, that they're probably going to participate. They were actually the ones who produced our buttons this year.
5: Oh, fantastic. Yep.
2: Yep. So anyway, um, the list is also on our website, so get on there on our website and you can check out the list and then start thinking about uh, getting into every single business, so you can compare and see if your button uh, number matches one in their business.
5: I was going to say, so there's your game plan, folks. So you've you, they've got it all listed out for you. Buy your button, get a hold of that list, and go Christmas shopping. All right. Is there anything else about Christmas stroll that you would like folks to know before well, we move on?
2: I just think you know I want to. You know, make sure you check out uh, the sponsors for Christmas Stroll as well, because uh, for this event to happen and the success of it, it is in large part due to our great, um, outstanding sponsors. So whenever you're um, seeing the posters, make sure you take a minute to look at those sponsor names and uh, and thank them and make sure that you're, um, you know, you're frequenting their businesses as well, because yeah. they are the ones who are then understand the importance of of, of investing in our community. By sponsoring Christmas Stroll. So thank you to all of our sponsors.
5: Absolutely. Uh, Big thank you. This kind of stuff doesn't happen uh, just because. A lot of people are working behind the scenes to make sure that this fantastic festival feeling is happening or us downtown. All right. We've got business before hours for the month. Where would that be?
2: So we just had business before hours out at Sheridan college. So thank you to Sheridan college. They are celebrating their 75th anniversary. And so there was some cake and it was a wonderful turnout. I just wanted to let everybody know that in December, we won't have a traditional business before or after hours on the dates that, um, that they would have been scheduled again, holidays, but first Northern bank will be having kind of a special, Um, holiday open house from five to seven on, uh, that would be on Wednesday, December 6th, five to seven at first Northern bank. So we encourage people to, to, um, to stop by.
5: All right. Now the upcoming legislative forum, we've got five minutes left. Uh, I wanted to make sure that we touched on this one. What's what's who's going to be there.
2: So the legislative forum is an event that we have been hosting annually for gosh, as far back as I can remember, um, and even further, um, it's been a really interesting, unique um, event that brings together our our local delegation. So our representatives, our state representatives and senators and the public um, businesses, organizations, agencies, individuals um, in a one day, one to one to one and a half to two days, depending on the. Um, the demand uh, format so where they can get in front of our legislators, they can have conversation, they can bring and ask, you know, if there's something important uh, that before our legislators head down to uh, legislative session, which of course they'll start session in February. It's a budget session this year, but there'll be a lot of bills that'll be brought a lot of um, you know, they have a, a big job because there's a lot that they have to get through. So for our legislators, the benefit for them, is that they take uh, current knowledge down to Cheyenne when they head down there. Uh, for the community members, those who are presenting to them or engaging in that conversation with them, it gives them an opportunity to get in front of them all um, pretty much at once. So we anticipate and we hope that our entire delegation will be there. Sometimes schedules you know, um, can change a little bit, but we're anticipating that. But if you're interested, here's a big thing. If you're interested um, in presenting to our legislators, uh, the legislative forum will be on Tuesday, December 5th. We have an all day um, schedule and we do still have some spots available. Give Karen a call at the chamber, stop in, uh, email her, whatever works, and she'll get you, um, she'll get you into one of those time slots.
5: Now, when it comes to Questions that will be asked. I come up with the question myself, right? Uh, if if I'm down at that committee, it, will I have a Q and A opportunity to be able to stand up and say, "Hey, I want to address this."
2: Well, typically, uh, we don't haven't had it as an open forum where the audience then stands up, and unless there's some time at the very end, um, what we like to do is at least have an idea who's going to be there and try to keep it on schedule because that makes. Good use of everybody's time, our legislators time and those who are presenting. But anybody can come in and schedule a time slot um, in advance. Well, that's that that would be um, our request is just to let us know. Uh, and then you can come in and talk to our, our legislators. You can uh, provide a presentation if you have some handout materials. We can collect those and get those to them in advance, etc. But Karen will visit with you about all of that. But we don't want anybody to feel excluded at all. It's open to anybody or any organization or entity who would like to get in front of our delegation.
5: Fantastic. We're running out of time, okay. so let's touch on the awards of excellence nominees. I've okay. only got two minutes. All
2: right, our board of directors, uh, um, once again. Uh, went through a great process of of identifying nominees in four different categories for the Chamber's Awards of Excellence. And uh, so there was an email that went out to our membership today, and our members will get a chance to look at all those nominees and vote for their, um, for who they think should, is the most deserving. And this will happen now through the end of the month, and then we will have an event and announce the Uh, honor the nominees and announce the winners in each category in February so look for more information.
5: Make sure you're checking those emails today folks because it's in there. Dixie I want to thank you so much for coming in this morning. It's always a pleasure my friend. I think we covered all the ground we needed to cover right?
2: I think so. Thanks so much.
5: (laughs) I greatly appreciate you. All right you've been listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Sheridan.
2: I'm your digital pro, Kim Commando, inviting you to join me every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. for the Kim Commando Show, brought to you by Range on 103.9 FM and 930 AM, KROE. Tired of dealing with complicated bank switches? At First Federal Bank and Trust, we understand that where you bank matters, and switching to the right bank should be a breeze. Introducing ClickSwitch, your ultimate solution to hassle-free direct deposit transfers. With ClickSwitch, we automatically move your recurring direct deposits from your old account to your new account. It's simple, safe, and takes just minutes. When you bank with First Federal, you're not just a customer, you're a valued member of the community. We take pride in living and working right alongside you, contributing to the growth of our local economy. First Federal Bank and Trust FDIC.
6: Christmas is right around the corner. So let Legacy Diamond and Gems help you create your own unique custom-designed jewelry. But don't procrastinate. The deadline's November 1st for guaranteed Christmas delivery. Their professional staff can help you create a piece of jewelry that leaves your loved one speechless. Need ideas? See some of their fine jewelry online for inspiration at LegacyDiamondGems.com stop by their temporary location at 17 East Louks between P.O. News and the Chocolate Tree. That's Legacy Diamond and Gems in downtown Sheridan. The McTeacher Knights are back at McDonald's on North Main Street. That's
3: right. Thursday, November 9th from 5 to 8 p.m. Come into McDonald's on North Main and have a great meal and a portion of the proceeds will benefit Tongue River Elementary School. You'll be served by some of your favorite teachers, administrators, and of course the great McDonald's team. McTeacher Knights. Thursday, November 9th 5 to 8 p.m. Benefiting Tongue River Elementary School, McTeach and I will be at the North Main Street location only. Get ready to go deep into the stuff of which snowy dreams are made with Warren Miller's All Time. 7 p.m. Saturday, November 11th at Sheridan's Y.O. Theater. Celebrate the birth of ski towns like Sun Valley and Aspen. Icons and originators like the original Hot Doggers and the most outlandish locations ever skied. Then catch up with Maine's finest athlete of today, day, Donnie and meet the next generation at woodward park city get tickets today at yotheater.com
6: let's talk about tires think about the snowy icy roads ahead now think about your current worn tires how safe does that make you feel luckily midas tire and auto has extended their super tire sale through november 15th buy three get one free and up to a hundred dollar rebate on select tires Midas also has big savings on shocks and struts and oil changes. Preparing for winter is critical. Saving money's optional, but Midas makes it easy to do both. Getting and keeping you safely on the road. Midas Tire and Auto in Sheridan.
7: Hi, this is Liz Kincaid, host of the new video podcast called Sheridan County Ag Update. Join me each week as I visit with folks in our area about local agriculture issues, rodeo, 4-H, FFA, and more. You can find my video podcast each week and past interviews under the podcast tab or on the front page of SheridanMedia.com. Sheridan County Ag Update is presented by Heartland Kubota, Cowboy State Bank, and True Built Builders. So join me, Liz Kincaid, host of Sheridan County Ag Update on SheridanMedia.com.
3: K-R-O-E. Sheridan.
7: K-R-O-E.